S, and it's going to stream on. Welcome to Learning English, a daily 30-minute program from the Voice of America. I'm Ashley Thompson, and I'm Dan Novak. This program is designed for English learners, so we speak a little slower, and we use words and phrases, especially written for people learning English. Coming up on the program, Jill Robbins reports on Elton John's historic Emmy win. Gregory Stockel has a story on how Nauru. Has changed Taiwan's diplomatic recognition to China. I have the education report on a playground designed specifically for autistic kids, and John Russell presents the lesson of the day. But first, the Emmy Awards program on Monday night honored British singer Elton John with a prize for his movie. Which Disney Plus presented in 2023. With the win, John completed the career accomplishment known as an EGOT. The letters stand for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Those are the four major awards in the United States for the performing arts. John said he was incredibly humbled after learning about the award. John became the 19th EGOT winner. Others include Viola Davis, Whoopi Goldberg, Jennifer Hudson, and John Legend. The film covered his farewell performance at the home of the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball team, Dodger Stadium, in late 2022. It was the last show of his farewell Yellow Brick Road traveling show or tour. Which started in 2018 and continued through 2022, after delays due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The recording of his concert won in the category called Variety Special Live. The other nominees included the halftime show from the 57th Super Bowl, the 75th Tony Awards, a performance by comedian Chris Rock, and. The 95th Academy Awards or Oscars. David Furnish, John's partner, helped produce the three-hour concert film. Furnish attended Monday's ceremony in Los Angeles. He said John was sleeping at his home in Great Britain. Furnish said he used a video call app to tell John the news. We FaceTimed him. We woke him up in the middle of the night. Furnish said. John is recovering from a knee replacement medical operation. U.S. President Joe Biden congratulated John on the social media service X. Sir Elton John has been a tidal wave throughout his career to help people rise up and make hope and history rhyme. He posted in a statement sent out after winning the award. John said he appreciated the unwavering support of my fans. All around the world, he added, "Tonight is a testament to the power of the arts, and the joy that it brings to all our lives." Thank you to everyone who has supported me throughout my career. I am incredibly grateful. 
John has several Grammy Awards for his singing and recording career. He won a Tony for writing the music for the Broadway musical Aida. He won two Oscars for writing songs and movies, first for Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King and I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I'm Jill Robbins. Pacific Island nation of Nauru says it is changing its diplomatic recognition from Taiwan to China. The move reduces the number of Taiwan's diplomatic allies to 12 around the world. Nauru's government announced the change this week, confirming it would re-establish diplomatic ties with China. China claims self-governing Taiwan as its territory. So countries must choose whether to establish diplomatic relations with China or Taiwan. China has been pushing nations in recent years to cut diplomatic ties with Taiwan and recognize China. Chinese officials often try to persuade nations with promises of development aid. This policy change is a significant first step in moving forward with Nauru's development, the government statement said. China welcomed Nauru's announcement. Nauru said it would move to a one-China policy. The one-China policy recognizes that Taiwan is part of China and accepts Beijing as the seat of government for China. This differs from America's one-China policy, which recognizes Beijing as the seat of China's government but does not take a position on which country rules Taiwan. The policy change was seen as a setback to Taiwan after it was announced just two days after the island held democratic elections. The winner of those elections, President-elect Lai Ching-te, is set to take office in May. He has been described by China as a separatist. China has said Taiwan must come under the control of mainland China at some point. Chinese forces have repeatedly held military exercises around the island in recent years to show the government's will and military strength. Lai's Democratic Progressive Party supports keeping Taiwan independent from China. 
Taiwanese Deputy Foreign Minister Tian Shengkuang accused China of purposefully timing the news to the recent election. China's intention is to attack the democracy and freedom that the Taiwanese people are proud of, Tian told a news briefing. Two retired U.S. officials praised Taiwan's democratic process in recent meetings with President Tsai Ing-wen and other leaders. The Biden administration asked the former officials to visit privately since the U.S. does not have official diplomatic ties with Taiwan. Taiwan now has official diplomatic ties with 11 countries and the Vatican, the seat of the Catholic Church. Seven of the nations are in Latin America and the Caribbean. Three are in the Pacific Islands, and one is in Africa. I'm Gregory Stockel. first look, the playground at the Children's Guild Transformation Academy in Baltimore, Maryland, looks like any other. It has swings, slides, and places for children to climb and crawl. But the playground is not just a place for fun. It is also a place where students can learn, grow, and gain independence. Everything from the kind of surface it sits on, to the color of its sitting areas, to the placement of the surrounding fence, is specifically designed for kids with autism. Mark Rappaport is the Managing Director of Autism Services at the Transformation Academy. He told VOA Learning English the school accepts students aged 5 to 21 with Autism Spectrum Disorder, or ASD, and are lower functioning. None of our kids will ever drive, Rappaport said. None of our kids will ever live fully independently. None of our kids graduate high school. Rappaport said the goal of Transformation Academy is to make the students as independent as possible in an effort to help them prepare for adult life. The school aims to provide help with developing communication and social skills, as well as practical abilities like cleaning or cooking. And learning through play is a big deal, Rappaport said. The classroom is great. But it's things like play that's at the heart of the mission, which is building independence and getting them to be able to go into the adult world. The playground, designed by Maryland company Sparks at Play, using structures manufactured by Landscape Structures Incorporated, took months to develop, said Dan Hack. He works for Sparks at Play and helped lead the playground's design. 
Hack said he and others spent weeks getting to know the students and understanding their needs before any building was started. The design process involved physical therapists, occupational therapists, and other specialists. The $500,000 project was funded with support from the state of Maryland and the nonprofit Orakawa Foundation. Parts of the playground that seem small are very important for children with autism and other disabilities. The surrounding fence extends into a wooded area to make it seem more open. And the ground under the play areas is made of soft but solid materials to support students using wheelchairs or crutches. Instead of just one slide, there are two sitting side by side. That way, parents or teachers with older, larger students can go down the slide together with the kids. A spinning structure called the We Go Round has a place for kids with wheelchairs so they can also have fun. The playground's designers say a number of sensory elements are also included to help the students. Children with autism often have sensory processing disorder. Which makes them very sensitive to certain sounds or textures. The benches on the outside of the playground look simple from far away, but are one of our most inclusive sensory elements, Hack said. They have many different colors that bring about feelings of calm and curiosity. They are also made with smooth material that can be felt and moved. The Academy's Rappaport said if a child starts to feel uneasy, they can sit down and feel the bench, which can help them relax. There are also musical bells and large xylophones that produce calming sounds. An enclosed structure provides a place of peace and quiet if a student needs a break from play. One of the most important designs, says Rappaport, Is a tower that can spray water on multiple children. This can be an important way for older children with autism to get over their fears of water, which for them can be overstimulating. Imagine you have a child that won't take a shower, Rappaport said. Now we can have kids go outside and they're standing under a sprayer and they're loving it. Why? Because they're watching other kids do it. Like the shower, much of the equipment is designed to persuade students to interact with each other, even though they might usually like playing alone. A swing set is designed to permit two kids to swing at the same time, for example. Celia Galleon's daughter, Deborah, is a 14 year old who attends Transformation Academy. Deborah has a condition called tuberous sclerosis, which causes seizures, and which brought on her autism at a young age. Deborah is a very sweet child, Galleon said. She likes playing. She loves hugs. She's very affectionate, and she likes to be loud. And so being outside is great. Galleon said it has been four or five years. Since she has taken her daughter to a playground, she had resisted taking Deborah because other kids could be mean, 
and she felt like many playgrounds were not safe. But Galleon said the new playground at Transformation Academy permits children to feel like they have a little bit of freedom. They can play without having to necessarily have somebody standing right over them to make sure that they're safe. It's really, really great for them. Rappaport said the school plans to open up the playground for everyone in the autism community, even if they do not attend Transformation Academy. Sparks at Play's Hack said he thinks the playground can help autistic children of all ages develop their independence as they move into adulthood. Being able to learn how to collaborate and work with other people and use your imagination and try things that you wouldn't have tried otherwise shapes you into a much more confident and well-abled adult, Hack said. I'm Dan Novak. Dan, thanks for your story about the inclusive playground in Baltimore. I had a couple more questions for you about the story. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Transformation Academy and the students it serves? Thanks for having me, Ashley. So, autism is a spectrum, meaning that people with autism have a very wide range of ability and function. Mark Rappaport from the school, whom I interviewed, compared autism to an American football field, which has 100 yards. He said students at the school are anywhere from yard 1 to yard 7 or 8, so that means pretty low functioning. Many of the students have speech problems or have difficulty with motor function. The students at Transformation Academy can't be served at many other programs, but they love to play just like any other kid, which is why this playground is so important for them. You visited the playground personally a couple of weeks ago. What did you find was the most interesting part? Well, I thought it was really cool, Ashley. When you're first looking at it, it looks like any other playground, which is kind of the whole idea so that kids with autism or other disabilities don't feel any differently when they play. A kid with a wheelchair, for example, can easily play with their friends, and they won't feel excluded. So there's many parts of the playground that might not look special to you or me, but are specifically designed for kids with autism. Things like certain textures or musical instruments or other sensory elements are important for those with ASD. There's extra ropes on one of the climbing structures. Now, we probably wouldn't notice things like extra ropes, but it's things like that that make it a more inclusive and safe playground. How can the playground be used for learning? In several ways. One of the most important, which I mentioned in the story, was the structure that sprays water. For kids with autism, the feeling of water can be really overwhelming. So they might take baths, but not showers. And when you get older, taking a shower is a pretty essential part of adulthood. So getting used to being sprayed with water in a safe and fun environment can actually be really important in learning to be more comfortable with water. Well, thanks for this report, and thanks so much for answering my questions today. You're welcome, Ashley. In this next report, Brian Lynn tells us about new rules on artificial intelligence use in British and Welsh courts. We learn that AI methods may now be used 
to support some court duties, but may not be used for case research. Pay careful attention to the word biased. We will talk more about it after the report. Judges in Britain and Wales have been given permission to use artificial intelligence, AI, tools to help them write legal opinions. The Courts and Tribunals Judiciary is the organization that oversees court systems and judges in Britain and Wales. It provided new rules on the use of AI last month. While approving AI methods to support basic duties, the judiciary warned judges to never use such tools to carry out case research or legal examinations. The guidance said AI should not be used for those activities because the technology can produce false, misleading, or biased information. Geoffrey Voss is head of civil justice in England and Wales. He told the Associated Press the new rules aim to permit the careful use of AI to help judges with parts of their jobs. Voss added, however, that judges must ensure that they protect confidence and take full personal responsibility for everything they produce. Voss told Reuters that judges are already well-equipped to differentiate between real arguments and those prepared by AI when considering evidence. Judges are trained to decide what is true and what is false, and they are going to have to do that in the modern world of AI just as much as they had to do that before, he said. Voss said he even thinks the technology might be used in the future to help resolve low-level legal disputes. He noted this could one day help reduce the large number of unresolved cases in the justice system. I rule nothing out as to what may be possible. But Voss said he does not feel that people and businesses currently have the confidence to trust AI to independently resolve legal issues. Ryan Abbott is a law professor at Britain's University of Surrey and wrote the book The Reasonable Robot, Artificial Intelligence and the Law. He told the AP there is currently a lot of debate over how AI should be legally restricted. Abbott added that many people in the legal field are concerned about possible misuses of AI by lawyers and judges. So I do think AI may be slower disrupting judicial activity than it is in other areas, he added. Court officials in some places issued rules years ago. In 2019, the European Commission body in charge of court systems issued ethical guidelines on the use of AI in courts. 
While the document is not current with the latest technology, it does offer guidance on accountability and ways to reduce risks linked to AI tools. In the United States, the federal court system has not established any official guidance on the use of AI. But U.S. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts did recently speak about pros and cons of the technology during a report on the High Court's activities during 2023. But individual courts and judges at both the federal and local levels have likely been setting their own rules, said Kerry Coglianese. He is a law professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Coglianese told the AP the rules approved by Britain's judiciary represent the first published set of AI-related guidelines in the English language. But he said he suspects many judges have already warned employees about the dangers of AI producing false information and possibly violating the privacy of individuals. The new British guidance states that judges and court workers who have heavy job loads and write long decisions can effectively use AI as a valuable tool. This is especially true for judges and workers required to write background material or create briefs of existing information. In addition to using the technology for emails or presentations, judges were told they could also use it to quickly find material they already know well. But the guidelines warn that AI tools should not be used to find new information that cannot be independently confirmed. The judiciary's guidance also said the technology should not be used to provide detailed analysis or reasoning. I'm Brian Lynn. Before the report, we asked you to pay careful attention to the word biased. Can you remember when you heard it? You heard the term used to describe the risks of AI use. These risks were noted by the courts and tribunals judiciary. Let's listen again. The guidance said AI should not be used for those activities because the technology can produce false, misleading, or biased information. Biased is an adjective. We spell it like this. B-I-A-S-E-D. Biased describes an unfair representation. So if we say that information is biased, we mean that there is something unfair about it. The information favors someone or something. An exploration of the history of biased can help us understand the word on a deeper level. Biased likely comes from the verb bias. The online etymology dictionary 
tells us that in the 1520s, bias meant an oblique or diagonal line. At the time, there was a game called bowls. The game bowls involved balls. Bias was a special word used to talk about balls made with a greater weight on one side. The balls that had greater weight on one side moved obliquely, meaning not in a straight line. As a result, the dictionary tells us, we arrived at a figurative use of the word, a one-sided tendency of the mind. Later, the term came to mean prejudice in the law. So, let's take a moment to imagine a ball being rolled on the ground. The ball has greater weight on one side, meaning it moves or curves off of a straight path. Now think back to the word biased. It suggests that greater weight is given to certain kinds of information. Biased information does not give equal weight to all points of view or possibilities. We use the adjective biased in many situations, but legal cases and news stories are two important areas where the term comes up repeatedly. And that's the lesson of the day. I'm John Russell. And that's our program for today. Join us again tomorrow to keep learning English through stories from around the world. I'm Ashley Thompson. And I'm Dan Novak. 